0: Hello, and thank you for listening to Living Wealthy Radio, heard around the web on livingwealthyradio.com, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio. I am Teresa Kuhn, helping you live wealthier. Resources are available for you at livingwealthyradio.com. Are you always looking for ways to stretch your budget or get the most bang for your back? you sometimes wonder how you will ever have enough money to put your kids through college or to go on that vacation you've been dreaming about. And if you could use some practical strategies to find great deals, if you're looking for tips and tricks to help you save money and live more on less, well, today's Living Wealthy radio show is for you. Our guest, Cindy Livesey, is the queen of couponing and author of the book, Living Rich with Coupons. As The coupon expert that has appeared on the Rachel Ray Show over six times, Cindy has inspired to create a full-service couponing website that has enabled people to save thousands of dollars at the grocery store with minimal effort. She's here to share her secrets with us and tell us how to finally make ends meet, pay off debt, create a financial cushion, and feel freer and happier than ever before. Welcome to Living Wealthy Radio, Cindy.
1: Thank you for having me. Oh,
0: to be my here. pleasure. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about your story and what forced you to become the Coupon Queen.
1: <laughs> well, uh, pretty much to sum it up in a nutshell, debt and unemployment is what forced me into it. I didn't have much of a choice, um, so it was an interesting journey back, oh, about nine years ago now when we were faced with unemployment and many years of racking up a lot of debt and living not – In within our means (laughs) Um, and we were faced with unemployment and we needed to find a way to save money and one of the most expensive uh, line items in our new budget that we had prepared for ourselves which mind you we didn't have before was our grocery um, expense it was crazy how much money we were spending And we needed to cut that expense, and I figured out how to do it and how to save money and strategically coupon, and we were able to save $11,000 the first year um, saving money with coupons. Mm. That's a lot of money. So they say necessity
0: (laughs) is the mother of invention, and that's certainly true for you. It sure was. It sure was. So from a budgeting perspective, and this is something that I think many, many people have trouble with, um, how, what,
1: what importance do you give it? Uh, now, so much. Um, I will preach it till the day I die, I think, because it has made such a life change for us, having a budget. Uh, you know, we've, when, when we were faced with unemployment, And um, we had racked up a lot of debt. We were living above our means and we didn't even know it. I mean, it would seem obvious because we were racking up debt, but it was happening so gradually over so many years and we weren't paying attention because we were, we didn't have a budget. So we would just spend and, you know, Um, we wanted something, we would buy it, we'd put it on a credit card, and we'd think, oh, well, we can pay it, and then next month something else would happen. And we would use that money to pay for that, with our grocery money and it would just, it was this vicious cycle because we weren't focused with a budget. And now that was one of the first things that we did once we started couponing and really having to save money is we focused on a budget and we focused on this budget and how we were going to get ourselves out of debt, um, and, um, make it through unemployment. And it has been such life changing, um, kind of, I guess you could call it an event, really, making this budget, because it was a life-changing event for us that now we are debt-free um, and um, still living on a very, um, um, I don't want to say a strict budget, but a very, a budget tailored to what our income is now and um, versus what it was back then. Mm,
0: very good. And I'm sure, you know, the word freedom comes to mind, right? Um, yes. You're either a slave or a master of your life, and I think many people in
1: debt uh, don't recognize that they really are slaves. Right, and that's what having the budget and getting ourselves on track and getting ourselves out of debt has um, allowed us such freedom not to spend anything we want, but to be able to, to really spend within our budget so we really can have fun with our lives and do things in our lives and buy things in our lives but keep it within the budget that we planned for ourselves so it makes it um, when you go to buy something or do something or spend your money in some way you, you feel confident that you know I I know I can pay for this um, and I don't have to worry about where is this money going to come from because it's there already and we've budgeted for it so it's really freeing in that way yeah absolutely And so you
0: were able to figure out a way to live uh, beneath your means, pay off debt. Yes. So as far as looking back when you were living on debt and you were living above your means, what was the number one thing that shifted for you in your habits? Because I think everything goes Back to you know it goes back to our mindset right and so you were, uh-huh. you had to do something different or you were you were going to be um, really in trouble right so right. You changed your habits so what was the habit that changed and what was the mindset
1: that changed well I mean the first thing that changed for us is um, figuring out how we were going to get through this time period of unemployment um, but. our our mindset changed in that we realized that all these years we were doing it all wrong. Um, And now we were setting up this budget and we were going to stick to it and get ourselves out of debt um, by staying within this budget. Um, So that was when I realized how we could actually live on hardly any money because of the unemployment and, and, um, stick to this budget, it was like blew my mind because I was like all these years before when we were living without a budget and just blowing money away without knowing where it was going, it blew my mind because I could have been in such a better financial situation that once we were faced with unemployment, it wouldn't have hit us so hard. Does that, I hope that makes sense. It does. Did you have kids at the time? Yes. I had kids that were um, heading towards college. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and how'd they make it through college? Well, they um, we wound up having to get student loans at the time, and um, they got their own student loans, and we had some parent loans that we got for them. Uh, we didn't have any choice because we were, um, and some of them got scholarships, so they were partial scholarships, and then partial loans um, all the way around. Mm. We didn't have a choice because we did not prepare for it. Mm. Got it. Got it. And so now, your kids have they paid off their loans yet? Are they? They have them? not. Nope. They are. They are doing that right now. We paid off our portion of our loans, though. Um, but they are working on um, on doing that, and they have a plan um, on how they're going to do that. So. Um, hopefully they they stick to it but they all have budgets all three of them they do yeah okay. we 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 stressed that quite a bit that was never stressed to me when i was growing up and when i um i got married and started a family my parents never stressed it to me because they just lived i think back then they lived that life in within a budget and then we you know they they built nest eggs for themselves, and by the time I was an adult, I saw them going on vacations and buying a new car and things like that, and I was like, well, I'm working now, so I think I could have those things too, so I never realized how they did it um, until after it was too late, um, and I was already into debt and living trying to live their lifestyle before I earned it. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah, absolutely,
0: absolutely. Uh, you know, our parents' generation, right, they had a different relationship with money than yes. I think our generation, or baby boomers, right? And yes. Um, yes. baby boomers are known to be um, uh, more more spenders, right? Uh, yes. Certainly uh-huh. spend a lot more money than um, their parents. And as far as financial education is concerned, I, I think there's just a lot of social messaging that focuses on spending and not saving. There are some cultures and countries where they're big, big, big savers, and that's just not the social message
1: that we get. Right. Um, I totally agree with that.
0: So I got sucked I think into that. that. <laughs> yes. Well, well we, many of us do, right? Which is yeah. why, you know, it's really not a lack of of information. There is information on how to budget. There is information on how to save. And it conflicts with the social messaging, the advertising, exactly. the billions of dollars that Madison Avenue spends on promoting, uh, why you're not good enough or you should be, you're dissatisfied with what you've got, right? Right. So right. That's all part of a very carefully crafted social engineering message backed Mm -hmm. by power of advertising. And so um, it can be difficult to overcome that message.
1: And and that's that's why you and myself, I I try so hard to, you know, show people how to use coupons and save and budget so that they don't fall into that, that trap. That's why I spent so much time with my kids teaching them, you know, don't let this happen to you. I know what you see, what you hear, but you need to focus, focus on your budget, focus on what you're spending, you know, delayed gratification. It's a wonderful thing, you know, when you wait wait for something and and then you get it uh, when you're ready for it. You appreciate it more.
0: Absolutely. And what a blessing that the experience that you had is one that's going to affect your three kids. It has affected your three kids, right? And yes, they get to yes. live a different life as far as
1: their uh, relationship with money is concerned. Exactly. And I often thought when you know I was, we were going through this, and I I felt actually like, oh my goodness, I I don't feel like I taught my kids well enough because I lived bad um, for years. I I didn't live correctly. I didn't use money correctly. And I feel like maybe I taught them wrong. But actually, when I think about it, I think it was the perfect age for them to really learn and understand because they were older. Um, and then I was really able to drill it into them. And they were hearing my message to my readers on my website um, as well as me. You know, They were hearing it through the website, but they were also hearing it from me as a mom. That, listen, don't make this mistake. You'll be in such better shape when you're older if you do things correctly now. And you can live on such little amount of money. It's crazy when you really set your mind to it. Well, what do you think
0: are the areas and finances and spending that people um – really waste their money in said another way
1: what are the top like money wasters that we need to be aware of well i think if you're going if you focus on groceries and grocery shopping i would say probably um convenience foods is number one in that respect Um, people have a tendency of buying too many convenience foods and you're paying top dollar for them to prep the food for you when you could easily chop it yourself or buy a bigger bag and put them into smaller bags at home. Um, if you're talking about snack size items and things like that. So that's a big waste right there. Buying convenience foods, buying small little yogurt containers when you could buy one bigger one for a lot less, um... And, you know, put them into bowls or or jars or whatever it is. Um, As far as groceries, that's my biggest thing. Um, Not um, wasting money on um, um, memberships to things that you may not use that often or that you can um, find ways to do them at home, like maybe a a health um, membership to a health club. You can do inexpensive things at home. To instead of wasting the money on that, you know that's you know if you have the money to spend then that's all good but if you don't you shouldn't be spending it on that you should be you know maybe doing something at home credit card fees bank fees all of those kind of things cell phone plan fees there's so many different ways that you can save money on that Um, you know your cable bill cut the cable there's these days you you know Apple TV and Netflix and all these things that you can do so you don't have to spend big amounts on cable. Eating out is a big money waster. Uh, people spending money on you know, buying takeout or, or grabbing something quick. Again, that goes back to that convenience. Um, prep things. Do meal planning in the beginning of the week. That's a great way to have meals on hand when you are in a rush. You know, you're driving to you've got to pick up your kids from school and you've got to go to soccer practice and you've got meals planned ahead of time at the beginning of the week. It's a big money saver. Those are just a few things right there. And you focus mostly on food.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> I guess I kind yeah. of did, right? <laughs> right. It's all about food. The amount of money yeah. you spend on food,
1: right? Isn't yeah. That, isn't it's- that funny? It's crazy how much you spend, even when you're grocery shopping. I mean, I always talk to people, you know, even if you don't use coupons, there's so many ways to save at the grocery store. You know, buying your produce when it's in season, it makes so much more sense. It's so much less money. So if you plan your meals around fruits and vegetables that are in season, you know, in the middle of January – Strawberries are not in season. Don't plan on making a strawberry shortcake for to bring to a party. Pick something that's in season. Um, wait till the spring. You know, right now strawberries are in season. That's the time where you should be doing things with those that type of fruit. You're going to get a better price on them. So planning your meals around seasonal fruits and vegetables, you know, squash in the, in the fall, all types of squashes, butternut squash, all that. You can make great recipes, roasted vegetables with all of those fall-type vegetables um, rather than, you know, maybe doing zucchini in, in October or November when it's not in season and you're paying premium for it. So it's just little changes that you can make. So
0: let's get into couponing. So, yes. <laughs> what are some of the most
1: popular couponing strategies that you use? Or one of the most well, effective, the, I should say. The the most there's there's two things that make the biggest difference and they seem so um basic and I and when I always talk when I give workshops and I talk about it it's like when it comes out of my mouth it seems so basic but it's strategies that we don't use every single day and and that is Just waiting for a sale before you use your coupon. You know, back when I was not living, um, not staying, didn't have a budget and living above my means, I used to be that coupon clipper that would see them in the Sunday paper and clip them out, things that I used to use, and I used to take them to the store, and I'd be like, oh, I need that box of cereal, so I would use my coupon and get home, and if I remembered to use my coupon, sometimes I would forget them in my book, but um, I never really thought to, well, let's wait for a sale on that, and then I use my coupon, and then I get the biggest bang for my buck on that product, um, and stock up on it is the other thing, Um, and that could be with or without coupons. You know, if you find items that are at their lowest price, let's just say a bottle of laundry detergent that you happen to be brand loyal to. Um, and, you know, you're going to be able, normally it runs for about $5 a bottle. And with a, even without a coupon, it's on sale, great sale at this particular store for $2.50. And you're like, that's my laundry detergent and I need to get more than one of them because that's a really good price. And you're going to stock up whatever your family would use in about three months period of time because you don't want to turn your house into a mini mart, You just need a good stockpile of the items at that good price. What that stockpile does for you is controls how much you're going to spend on that item at the store. So now over the next three months or so when you have that item in your stockpile, you don't have to go to the store and pay full price for that item. You can pass up sales, say next week it's four dollars a bottle. Well you can say, Nope, no thank you, I've got it for two fifty a bottle in my stockpile. So you can wait until it's either at two fifty again or below two fifty to buy more of them build up your stockpile again or, or replenish it or things like that. So it really puts you in control of how much you spend on those items by stocking up on them when they're at their lowest price, whether you use coupons or not. Those are my two big things, stock using your coupons when they're on sale and then stocking up when it's at the lowest price. And stocking up at the lowest price. Okay. And so what, is your, what does your website teach in terms of couponing? Well, we, we teach you all those strategies that I talked about, but we also take, we aggregate all the coupons and all of the sales from many different stores, and we pull them all together um, and put them into one matchup for the week so that we show you everything that's available and wh- what coupons may be available, and we show you whether it's going to be free or a stock-up price, and you simply make your list, print your coupons, or clip them out of your um, inserts from the week and make your shopping list and, and shop. It's really that easy. Mm, wow. That sounds like a, a great resource. Do you charge yeah. for this? Nope. It's all for free. And it's we cover a lot of different stores from CVS and Target to Walmart and more local stores like Kroger and Shoprite, and depending on Publix, depending upon where you are. Harris Teeter, we do as well. Um, so we cover all of these different stores. And um, you know, one thing um, I want to mention that people always that are not couponers but really want to save money is first thing I always get from people are, well, they don't have coupons for the things that I buy. Um, and I get that quite a bit. And and I understand that because a lot of people are like, well. You know, I buy fresh produce, I buy meats and things like that. But what I save all of my money on, and I practically get this stuff for free every week or month or whatever, are your health and beauty aid items, your household items, your paper goods, all of those items you could pretty much get for free or super, super cheap um, and stock up on those items. And then that frees up the money that you need in your budget to spend on your fruits, vegetables, uh, and meats and and dairy items. Um, So you pretty much what you do right there is cut your spending on your groceries in half by just couponing for those health and beauty aid items and um, household items and paper goods. And then on the food items, um, as I spoke about already in a way, getting them, Um, when they're already in season or on sale. You know, even meats, they go on sale at the grocery store by season. So right now it's becoming barbecue season. So you're going to see a lot of sales at your grocery store on um, meats like grilling meats, like London broil and, and ground beef and things like that. So this is a time for you to stock up on those types of meat. So grab them when they're on sale, stick them in the freezer and you can just grab them out of the freezer and you know you've gotten them at a better price. Excellent. Fantastic advice. So what are some other
0: smart money saving tips we can implement in our modern technology-driven
1: world? Well, these days there's so many great apps. Um, to make it a lot easier, so many of the stores, like CVS and your local grocery stores, depending upon where you live. Like a, I live close to a Shoprite, but stores like Publix and they do that as well. You can actually clip coupons right on your phone for that store. Um, so even when you're in the middle of the store, a Target is a great one for that. They have a you know their cartwheel app, so you can actually take their Target cartwheel app, scan the item right in the store and see if there's savings on there. Some items are as much as 50% off right there. And all you do is scan it, re- click it to your, um, apply it to your app, go to the register, show your your phone, and it deducts the, it right there, right on, on the spot. And then there's even apps like Ibotta and Checkout 51 that are rebate apps that give you money back after you've made your purchase. And it collects in your account and then they um as you're making purchases it's it works on produce it even works on alcoholic beverages and um all kinds of things and when you make your purchases it will deposit money into your account and then you can just send it to your PayPal account or check or you can get an Amazon gift card or things like that so there's so many ways these days with technology to save Fantastic. Well, great information.
0: Anything else you'd like to say before we uh, finish our interview here today?
1: Um, No, I think we covered so much of it. You know, like I said, just even if you don't want to use coupons, you can still save so much by knowing your price points and stocking up when they're at the lowest price. That's my big tip for anybody that wants to save money. Well, for those of you
0: out there who may not think of yourself as a couponer or even a potential couponer, right? These are money saving tips and tricks that are simple enough that anyone can use them in their daily life. It just takes a couple minutes and uh, in, intentional thinking about, you know, what can I, uh, what coupon might be out there that I could save some money on my shopping. Living wealthy isn't always about making the big bucks. So much of it is about what you do with your money. If you think about how much money you've made the last 10 years, if your household income is just $100,000 a year, in the last 10 years, that's over a million dollars that has um, potentially gone into your household, and that would be before taxes, right? That's a lot of money, and maximizing your savings with the couponing and saving techniques that Cindy has shared with us today. um, I think you will be able to maximize your wealth, your freedom, and your happiness, for sure. Uh, Cindy, your website is livingrichwithcoupons.com. Yes. And uh, so I invite all of our listeners to go check it out and we will have a copy of this podcast, the recording of this podcast on our Living Wealthy Radio website. Anything, uh, final thing that you'd like to say before we close the show? Make sure you keep on couponing. <laughs> yes. Okay. Very good, Cindy. Well, thank you so much for being on Living Wealthy Radio today and we look forward to checking out your website. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Living Wealthy Radio heard around the web on livingwealthyradio.com, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio. Download or subscribe to our podcast to hear a new show every week. I am Teresa Kuhn, and I hope you'll join me again next week as I show you ways to live wealthier. Resources are available for you on our website at livingwealthyradio.com.